speaking of the best, Baruch Hashem, Bliyayin Hura, he's uh, alive and well, and Baruch Hashem looks fantastic. It's our dear friend Tani Kramer, who's Director of Strategic Planning in Israel here at Nefesh Benefesh, but like so many others, has completed one round of reserve duty, and the rumor is he'll be heading back at some point in the next few days for another round of reserve duty, and I say, Tani Kramer, welcome back to JM and the AM. Great to be here. Thanks, Nachum. I appreciate that. And I'm not looking for any information. There was a rumor flying around this office that I was looking for information about a specific, your specific duties while you were on duty with the Army over the last few weeks. I'm not looking for any info. I just want... I wasn't planning on giving it to you, so we're... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I knew who I was up against here. But I felt, look, it's very simple. We, we you know, I always say God's the ultimate producer, right? Right. When it comes to this radio show. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to fit everything into this day and a half, two days that I'm here. You know it. We've done this type of trip together a million times. Many times. So I, I desperately wanted to at least interact with a, with, with a soldier or two because I have gifts that have to get to an army base. That's okay. number one. Okay. And number two, this audience has to hear from somebody who could at least you know, talk about, you know, in, in vague terms if necessary, what it's been like for the last few weeks. So I'm assuming, first of all, and tell me if I'm wrong, I'm mm-hmm. assuming that this call-up happened at the very beginning of this war, or was it later than that? My my phone started buzzing as around 7 a.m. on Simchas Torah. Um, we were notified that we have to prepare a bag and be ready to go. Went to shul, hoping that uh, I'd be able to get at least a kiddush in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're still waiting for that uh, one. <laughs> from, here, from here to there, by, I think it was like 9.30 in the morning, I was already on my way off to base. And... Um, I mean, without a kiddish. Yeah, I know. I said you're still waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> have they told you how long this break will be for you, or you're not sure? This break now we were given from last Thursday till this about almost a week off. Are uh, you Shabbat back at the base? I'm tomorrow. What, what day is it today? Tuesday. So yeah. Thursday morning, I'm back on the base already. I was home last Shabbos. But, thank, but, for, thank God. But, but, but why am I so sad to hear this? Because I know that you're leaving your family. Yeah. And, and this, this is being played out in hundreds of thousands of families in Israel. Right. right? I, I am not unique in this story. No, not at all. But people need to know this. Another reason why we're here in terms of bridging the gap between Israel and diaspora. I have a niece who's going through what your family is going mm-hmm. through with her kids, etc. So, of course, it hits a little bit home because we get reports when her husband gets those couple of days off, etc. And right. everyone's thrilled about it. But it's being played out hundreds of thousands of times in Israel right now. Easily. Easily hundreds of thousands of times. Yeah, but... How I many can't... women are alone with their kids? How many kids are just praying that their father walk in that door already? Way too many. But I can tell you that the at least in the unit that I'm in and with all of my friends on our, on our team, the feeling is we're going to do what we need to do for as long as we need to do it for those wives and children that are at home without us. Yeah, I hear that. Tani Kramer with us. Um, you don't have to reveal anything. Have mm-hmm. you been told how much time to expect? Like, does anyone say... Does I've anyone, heard many different variations. Oh, so no one says officially to you anything like nobody that. Nobody says because nobody really knows. Right. Um, it all depends on the way the IDF is able to achieve the goals it was, it was set that, that were set for them by the government. Right. And can I assume, by the way, or is this a ridiculous assumption, can I assume because of the stage of life you're in mm-hmm. that you're in the north or that that's not necessarily I'm true? actually down south. Seriously? Uh, and the age has... Nothing to do with it? Nothing to do with it. 
So if I'm under the impression that the Gaza border is dominated by people in their 20s, that's incorrect. Incorrect. I mean, we can, the, the, one of the, uh, a very good example, right. unfortunately, is uh, Leiter or Yossi Hershkovitz, yes. who's right. uh, actually two years older than I am. Then I, he was two years ahead of me in school. Uh, his younger brother was, uh, was in my grade. Um, so he, well, he's 44, right. 45. And I hope to see the lighters later today in these unfortunate circumstances. And again, an older son with six kids, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I think yeah, I'm, I mean, a significant family mm-hmm. to say the least. Anyway, so I, boy, am I glad you walked in. So I say, so God's the ultimate producer because now you've walked right. in and you've given us the pit in my stomach that I need to have. Always a pleasure. No, I know it's a pleasure <laughs> for you to give me a pit in my stomach, but I'm saying like I just have that feeling like I'm so. It, it's and I'm sure people listening, especially the ones going down to Washington right now, who are thinking the same thing. You know, they have to. They have a rough day in D.C. and you know it's not easy. You know, the entire day on the road and and walking and standing and no food. You know it's rough. But compared to what you guys have to do, like everyone's got to keep things in perspective. And just, I just want to share one sure. story. You know, I was discussing. At the Shabbos day with my kids or with my wife, how you know how difficult it is, how we all feel we're disconnected from our families and we're like living two parallel lives while we're in Miluim, um, and how hard it is for us to know that um, that our kids are going to school on their own and coming home, and and my wife is a nurse, so she's also working crazy hours and additional wow. things. Um, but she said that that the kids walk around with their chests, you know, filled pumped with out. pride, pumped out, saying, you know, my father is in Miluim. Which is so it, it gives a lot of strength to those of us that are in Miluim that are serving uh, in the IDF right now, knowing that both we're protecting our families, but also our kids realize that it needs to be done, and that they're proud of what we're doing. Are you a patient man by nature? <laughs> Not really. Sometimes depends. Well, war I'm trying to work on it. War doesn't necessarily <laughs> need patience. It depends on the type of war it is, right? Not necessarily. Right. But, Not, but but yeah, but there yeah. was a waiting period. I, I shouldn't say that because you were probably working like a dog during that. What we consider to be the waiting period before they went into Gaza. When right, so there was a lot. There was a lot of things that were going on. Um, I'm sure I'm not sharing anything uh, special here. A lot right. of things that were going on with that. The regular Joe Schmo didn't know what was going on. It's not like you can immediately. You have to prepare for things. You can't. You don't want to immediately take action. You want to do it. Uh, well planned so that you don't have major casualties or that so you have to you know gather intelligence it's a whole i I, I can't even imagine all the things you have to remember <laughs> you know just that <laughs> forget about all the other things <laughs> your own personal safety etc um do you necessarily serve with only people your age or you have every age represented there every age in my unit it's like do, do people the, that are just starting the that right. just got out and, of the army a few years ago and, and do they do they look to you for advice and stuff like that or it's not that type of environment it's or? actually interesting it, we in specific in these specific situations you create you become a second family to right. your friends um so some of us the older um let's say more experienced people are give advice to the younger the younger miluim nikim um but also sometimes there's like new things in the army that we're not familiar with because it's been 20 years since we were actually in regular army. So we ask them for advice. Right. So it's like a give. It, it, it's a nice sharing situation. A doctor reading up on the latest treatments. You're exactly. asking them what they've what they've learned in the last. Like, what's few this months. new thing that we're using now? How does it work? Remind me how it like. So yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a two way street. We share we share uh, together. Do you have room in your backpack? 
Uh, sure. <laughs> Luckily, my wife let me take the car, so I have a trunk. Baruch <laughs> Hashem. Do they let you park near the base? Yeah. That's not an issue? As long as there's room, yeah. No, I'm saying, right. Because yeah, yeah. up north, they were telling us that because there's so many blockades, you sometimes have to park on the side of the road and then figure out how to get right, to the so, base. So I haven't had that issue yet, thank uh, God. Wow. Tani, this is, and Tani Kramer's here, everybody. Um, the student, you know, look, hey, you grew up in America, right? Till I was till my bar mitzvah, ten days post bar mitzvah. So you know, you know this routine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sometimes it's necessary. The Mariah School of Englewood, New Jersey, they prepared two um, two envelopes. One says Lachayalim Hayikarim Mitalmidei Mariah, Englewood, New Jersey. Bibracha Hamoranini. Moranini prepared this with her students, and the other one says similar words. Lachayalim Hayikarim Mitalmidei Mariah. Notes of gratitude and encouragement from the Mariah Middle School students. Bibracha. Hamoranini. Now, we were told by the, uh, three weeks ago, by the soldiers up north who came directly to Yeshiva Dakotol to be on the air with us, that we don't realize how much these are appreciated, right? Because we always assumed, people like myself, the soldiers toss them in the trash, and that's not the case. They get hung up, they get, they get uh, um, distributed to, yep. you know, to different soldiers, you know, etc. So, I, I hope you'll take these. Here we go with... With Tani Kramer and Moranini, we'll see that photo at some point, and the folks at Mariah. And, uh, and we're honored that you, you take this for us to the base. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to share it with our friends. And we have a little uh, fridge. Figured, right? So we've, put in, we've been putting up all these different notes from, uh, from kids in kindergartens and younger kids here in Israel. But I think this is going to be a first that I'm bringing back uh, letters from, uh, from the States. I feel bad. I'll be with my family for Shabbat. Makes Enjoy. Me- this is something enjoy, I told, right? I'll tell you, another, I'm full of stories today, I'll tell you another story. Okay? That's why he's such a good guest. My, my, <laughs> my 13-year-old, my 8th grader, uh, my daughter, she was, um, this is probably two, two weeks into the, to the war, her friend invited her over for a sleepover. And she was telling my wife, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable doing this, you know, people are in the army and they're fighting and this and that. And the answer that I gave her and I found out that a lot of other fathers have given their kids is, we're out protecting and fighting and doing whatever we have to do in the millennium so that you can have a, a, a sleepover, so that you can have a barbecue with your right. friends. I still admire my nephew and future niece that Sunday night at their engagement party, they refused to have live music because of what's going on. I thought that was a really nice it's, gesture. It, 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 people notice it and ask. Yeah, right. Each person right. deals with right. it when they're in their own Correct. special way. That's our, the Correct. people that are out there are saying... You should live as as normal a life as possible right. because we're doing this for you. People that are on the recipient uh, part of the uh, part of the uh, story here, they, they they feel bad. But right. so it's uh, both sides can understand. Has the um, has the Hamon Am slogan made it to the army? Biyachad ninatzeh. Is that Yachad ninatzeh? Yeah, that has made it. Yeah, yeah. Soldiers have, say we that. We got as bracelets well. already. Right. We have bumpers. It's all. Oh, you just reminded me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not only not only did we bring not only did we bring letters, but there are students in in um, the United States who are mm-hmm. not old enough to write letters. Okay. So so uh, so Mora Malki at the Aleph Bet Preschool on the Upper East Side, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mora Malki and her staff says, "What can we do?" With these preschoolers, since they can't write letters. So what they did was, they went ahead. Let me show you one of these. They went ahead, and they, did I tell you that God's the ultimate producer of fast? I told you that. They went ahead, and they created these keychains with messages. 
so that the soldiers will have an extra keychain after all. Excellent. After all, doesn't each soldier need soldier needed extra keychain? And of course, messages as if uh, you know the students wrote them themselves, written by their staff. So if you would take this as well, that would be amazing. Not, and thank God for Google Translate. I'll help. Them. <laughs> That's right. Everybody will know exactly what's written there because we're so technologically advanced. Oh, we need we need another photo with this one. There you go. So there you go. Tani Kramer, of all the soldiers in Israel, we were wondering, who will we meet? I was I was going back and forth with my fast. Who will we meet that's going to take care of this to get this? And Tani Kramer is the man. I'm not going to feel guilty about being with my family for Shabbat because you told me not to, but I will Definitely wish shouldn't. you a peaceful Shabbat coming up. I know it's only Tuesday, but enjoy the time with your family, as you put it, at the base. And uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tani. You're amazing. My pleasure.